I'm a dog, I'm a dog, I'm a dog, I'm a dog. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, y'all, to another episode of the I Got You Sis podcast. It has been a long-ass two weeks, and we miss the fuck out of y'all. It is your girl, Harley Hen, here again with my beautiful co-host, Miss Ray Mahogany. Ray, say what's up to the people. Hey guys, welcome back. Um, I am so excited to be doing this episode. We know y'all been waiting, so here we are. And this this is the episode that you gonna want to go grab your wine, your weed, your vice, whatever, your edible, your your, your cookies, whatever you need to get through this episode because we coming through with some real shit. And I can't wait because I'm a dog. I'm a dog. That should tell you right there. That's it right there. Well, we 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 on that mess today. <laughs> also, ladies, if you joined the raffle on the Fix Your Crown Facebook page, please listen to the whole episode to find out the winner. We're also going to announce the winner in the group, but why not give us that listen while you at it? So get comfortable and listen up. And just like I say, tell your friends to tell their friends to tell their friends to, that they need to tune in because the more listeners, the more we can bring for y'all. So like, show us that y'all fuck with us because we fucks with y'all. But I'm going to go ahead and start this episode off with in other nigga news. So I know y'all tuned in on Thursday for that Jeezy and Gucci battle. And Burr. Yes, Burr. Um, it was, it was, so I got mixed views, mixed reviews. A lot of people were saying it was overhyped. A lot of people saying Gucci was on that mess and Jeezy was so mature. But if y'all don't know the backstory between they beef, then shut the fuck up. Because this, I am never ever gonna. I'm not gonna say never because I keep saying stop saying that. I am not that grown yet mm-hmm. for a motherfucker to try to have me killed and for me to be able to be woman enough to squash the beef. So if I was Gucci, I would not have sat down either. If I was Gucci, I would have been on big bullshit as well because at the end of the day, you tried to get me assassinated, my boy. Like, and you failed. Yes. So I am going to stand up and be on my bully shit because you tried and you failed. And if it wasn't for Gucci saying that he was going to do self-defense, my nigga would be in jail right now for murder. So ain't no way I'm about to be chill. I'm going to be making reference to every little thing that you did. And I just feel like a lot of it was well played by Jeezy trying to be the bigger person and everything. But my nigga, you put 10K, like you couldn't even put a meal on my head. You put 10K, the government gave back 20K. You put 10K on this man's head and expect him to be just chilled. Nah. And if people wanted to make fun of Gucci outfit, sir, I'm wearing what you put on my head exactly. and you would not succeed. That's number one. Number two, at the end of the day, what I constantly said throughout the entire verses is if that was about being a man, Jeezy St. Patrick, then you would have looked that man in the eyes. You did not look that man in the eyes. You made that, that night... You, dedicated to every man that was slain in the street except for your dead homie who you should have dedicated the show to if it was really a peace treaty and people wanted to make it seem like oh it's not about the music we're not going to talk about the fact that Jeezy only played music from 2005 because it's not about the music it was about being a bigger man they could have did that shit on Facebook live if it was about being a bigger man verses are about hits and if you're not a mixtape listener then yes you do feel like Jeezy won but if you are a Gucci fan and you listen to his mixtape music then you know what it is and I always I kept telling people a lot that it really does boil down to who you like yes. because hit for hit you gonna go for the person who you fuck with because right. they got the music that you feel Period. so if that's who you feel that's who you feel but 
you know, big big bird over here, baby. Yeah, yeah. And I just I just was like, it was so much shit that Gucci didn't even play. But I feel like if he was really trying to call the truth, he meaning Jeezy, start that shit off. Don't wait until the middle until I'm still I'm making reference of all the shit that you put you put on my head. The nigga that I had to kill, because if I didn't kill him, he was going to kill me. Don't wait and try and be the bigger man and stop the fucking show talking about that's not what I called you here for, my nigga. If you felt like that in the beginning, like you said, do that shit before or do that shit before the music got to playing. Don't wait until the middle until you see I'm geeked up at any minute I'm going to beat show ass. Like, he was like, that's cute. <laughs> I'm like, that's Gucci throwing all the shade, honey. That's why that man was sitting there like that. That's why you were so humble. Mm-hmm. Because Gucci was on his bully. He yeah. was not going to play with you. As he should be. As he should be. He got all right to be. That's what I'm saying. You ain't about to put no price on my head and think I'm about to go and come in here and be buddy-buddy, my nigga. Like, no. So I, I feel like... I'm not going to sit in a room with nobody that killed one of my partners. Period. Period. I just knew, like, my nerves was bad watching it, which is the, and I'm a grandma, like, I'm like, okay, first of all, y'all started on color people time, but we ain't gonna fault y'all for that, we ain't gonna fault y'all for that, but I'm like, god damn, it's nine o'clock, it's pushing in my nerves bad, somebody about to shoot, somebody about to fight, <laughs> it's about to go down, like, Gucci was just on one, I just knew at many, at, at any point, somebody about to run out the back and be like, or just punch G something. But they did, they did, they well played. It was well played. It ended maturely, which I'm really shocked at Gucci, which is kind of why people was questioning, like, hey, was this staged or it felt very staged, I won't lie. Yeah, it was because I'm like, what I could see how it went when they was like, all right, look, y'all, y'all got 1.6 million views or whatever. Let's let Jeezy, you gonna make it seem like you wanna be the mature bigger one, Gucci. You gonna come in there on one cause you supposed to be mad and everything. And this how it's gonna go. At the end, y'all gonna be cool. Like I can see that. Cause somebody gotta play the victim, why not Gucci? Yep. yep. <laughs> so it was all in all, it was a decent little battle. I don't I wouldn't say it was the best versus. A lot of people were saying it was the best versus they seen. I I think I do kind of feel like because of who they are, it was overhyped. But, you know, we'll just stay tuned for the next one. Yeah, I can't speak for nobody else. But hands down, the Badu Jill Scott versus was the best. I got so much healing in those two hours. Like, don't get me wrong. My little trap soul sang a beautiful song last week. But, like, that Badu Jill Scott one, that was just beautiful. That would have been a I wish we were recording when that came out. That would have been a vibe within itself. But... Neither here nor there. We'll just stay tuned and wait for the next one. Let's see who they got lined up for for the next verses. Somebody said uh, T.I., but T.I. on the, the, the hot list right now. I ain't even going to get into all that. But Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I'm definitely looking forward to it. But as we transition, because we can literally talk trap music all day, okay. um, we want to get into our, our meat of today, our topic. Our, our, uh, we want, before we do that, let me backtrack too early. Look, I'm excited. We want to uh, start with a real quick uh, Black Girl Magic moment. We want to talk about Meg the Stallion, and she dropped a, a line for somebody, something that I don't know nothing about. So I'm going to give you a little bit of time to talk about this, Ray, because you're taller than me. She dropped a line of jeans for your, for your girls, for all of y'all ladies. You Somebody know, feel this. 
Man. Somebody feel our pain. That's so funny. I'm so glad she did this. Like, shout out to you, man, because they don't understand. Like, I, I was telling one of my coworkers how I am traumatized by flooding. If I, my kids' clothes get too small, if my pants, I, like, want to cry. I've got bullied so much in the past for being so tall, and my mom not understanding that flooding ain't cool like it's cool now. So you can flood now. My my friend was telling me like, why you buy your pants so long? Because I'm traumatized. I am traumatized. <laughs> so Meg, I shout out to you for starting that Fashion Nova collection. I have not tuned in yet, but you bet your girl gonna be having some stallion jeans on. And then she did. She got 1.2 million in the first 24 hours. Shout out to you, boo. Like you deserve that. That's what's up. I'm a little pony. I'm not a uh, stallion, so I will not I be purchasing. But, you know, if if she got some little hot girl t-shirts or something, I'm going to fuck with that. Um, also, as a dancer, I'm super excited about her her new album and the new song, Body. Miss Taraji P. Henson was in that video while we're in our Black Girl Magic moment. Yeah. And Taraji in her 40s and was getting yeah, it. I think she might even be. be. If she ain't, she might be touching 50 and she looks that black girl, beautiful, melanin, like she looks good, looking like Jody. I mean, not Jody, he bet. <laughs> she was killing. But um, yeah, so shout out to Megan for doing that. And we appreciate you, Boo, and your song, Body. Like we can't wait to, to the clubs to get back open so we can twerk to that one time for the one time. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and let's let's get this let's get the show started with the real the real juicy stuff. So I'm gonna start it off with this story that my friend had told me. Her niggas, these niggas. Um, so she says she's not the type of girl to go through her man's phone or whatever. We all know what you go looking for something, you gonna find it. Maybe. She said something told her something was just, and I told her it's her women's intuition because we have that and it's strong as fuck. But if it was something, it was something that, that kept bothering her. And so he has a business and she was, she normally helps him with his business. So long story short, she went on his iPad and you dumbass niggas, I'm putting you up on game right now. Make sure your recently deleted is deleted. Um, <laughs> so she goes into his recently deleted something told her to go into the recently deleted and my nigga she finds a video of her dude fucking another girl he recorded it you think it's stupid stupid as fuck like how 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 sway like i be seeing niggas do stuff and i be like like I've been cheated on in the past and I was just like, you didn't even do that right. Like you could have had a happy life. Like, let me coach you. Yes. You could have been fine. You could have kept fucking her. You <laughs> so yes, yeah, so, you girl, look, I was mad for her too. So I told so she said this happened like a month ago, but she hasn't been able to like get sleep. She keep thinking about it, replaying a video in her head. She said the part that's fucked up about it is that that he never recorded them so she was like i don't know if i should feel like um she she just she said she don't even know how she should feel about that like she she like so i'm not good enough to be recorded like it was so much yeah she was like and this bitch was in and the part that so i told her he could have argued that if his dumb ass didn't drop the camera while he was recording so apparently he had He had just moved into his new apartment, and that's the only reason that she knew it was something new. 
because, I mean, she could have easily looked at the stamp, time stamp or whatever the date, but it could have been argued like this, some old, and that's why it's in the recently deleted because I came across it. But you just moved into this apartment. You fucking this bitch on my bed that I bought you. Yes. She's hey, still on you the table. And you still, you, no way, Sway. Like, and I understand everybody is different. I know I, I'm going to speak on what I would have done if that would have happened. I'm not going to say, oh, this is a situation that I, I, you don't know what you would do. I know what I would have done. And she, I would have been on the motherfucking news, like left that, period. Because you're not about to play me like that. And then act all nonchalant about it. That's the part that killed me. So that, that's y'all story time for the day, which is going to bring us into our topic on I just, how do you, you, you mentioned that you've been cheated on in the past. How did you handle that? Like, and what's the difference between, I know your man won't cheat on you now, but if it was to happen, how, what's the difference of how you handle it in the past to how you would handle it now? Or is it the same shit? It's definitely different. I've matured a lot. Um, in the past, honestly, I'm just, I'm big on cancel culture. Like if you do shit to me that I don't like, I just can't fuck with you. Like that's just who I am. And I'm big on honesty. And my number one issue with niggas who cheat on me is we could have fucked her together. That's the problem. I mean, man, like, but, but that's neither here nor there. That's a whole other episode. Um, but no, back then I, I canceled. I think honestly, my partner now, if he cheated on me, like we would, we, I would legit want to talk to him. Like that's my best friend. My partner now is my best friend. So I would legit want to talk to him. Cause I just want to know, like, first of all, where'd you get the energy? Cause I'm I'm there on that motherfucker nightly. So where did you get the energy? That's number one. But you know, it, it it can happen. I work multiple jobs. Um, so I think as an adult, I wanted to have the conversation now. It's like for me, infidelity, physical infidelity is way different than emotional and um, you know, just like romantic infidelity. You know, mm-hmm. people are carnal and you could be in a situation where you end up being carnal and i'm not saying i'm not forgiving cheaters i'm not saying that a person can make a slip and it'd be okay i don't need nobody in these streets talking about it's okay to cheat on harley hendrix because it's not i got a trigger finger i don't got a lot of good sense (laughs) but i also know the power of communication you know what i mean and there's a difference between i'm just malicious out here acting a complete fool and like i got put into a crazy situation this is what happened or shit i made a choice but that's not a choice i want to continue to make so i think it's it's definitely situational but i think as i got older i started to view it differently Mm -hmm. i agree um i think her situation um is more of a Damn, my nigga, it would have been different if you it was a one-night stand, but you recorded this. So that makes me question how many times, because I ain't, I mean, I guess niggas move differently, but I've never met a nigga that's just recording in a bitch that's like, well, you know what? Let me not even say that. I was gonna say recording on the first. I know you was going with that, but, but now yeah, that's why I was like, let me let me step back. First of all, she said he wasn't wearing no protection. So that's that's mm-hmm. that's a red flag right there recording it and then the fact that you kept it so that's three strikes you out it's that's that's that was a little bit much for me but um i think it's a no protection if i I have to say a final straw like what's considered a final straw for me if we are having sex without protection 
and for whatever obscene reason you decide to step out of our relationship and you have sex with her without protection for me it's access mm -hmm. i have a certain access to you as your woman and if another woman can have that kind of access to you whether it's physical or romantic i have a problem with that i definitely agree i think the final straw for me too would be um protection and a baby that's like once once that line get crossed the the you don't even love me enough to make sure you out here protecting yourself while fucking these other hoes then and then you have the nerve to have a baby on me not even in the same situation so no protection and a baby not and a baby and no protection because obviously you weren't wearing protection when you had this baby so this is what i'm saying um that will be definitely have to be the final straw on me that even if we i feel like even if we are broken up now maybe the time frame of the broken up but i'm not i'm not strong enough to accept the outside child i oh, can't do it i can't I'm not sure enough. yeah <laughs> i can't do it um so that would be definitely a final straw for me um how i would have handled her situation is like it's a done deal my nigga it ain't ain't no coming back from that and um of course i've been to not of course but i've been cheating on in the past and the way that i've handled it differently i think i'm the opposite i think i was so forgiving in the past that i don't have no more forgiving i can give you so if you do it and you slip up we're we're probably we're more than likely done <laughs> because you've had if you ain't got it out your system by now my nigga we don't need the we don't we don't even need to go any further and i'm with you like why can't we we can hit her together. The more the merrier. Like, and like, I'm a voyeur. Even if you don't, if that's not what you want, I'm a voyeur. I like to watch. I'll pour yeah. a glass of Hennessy. Yeah, that's, like, that's, that's why, that's why that, that communication is important because you out there um doing that, and we could have been doing that together. Like, come on, come on. It's a new. It's 2020. It ain't no fun unless we all got some. Man, <laughs> problem is like people aren't friends with their mate and they don't they don't communicate and of course this is not any um bashing towards black man shout out to carlos miller and the, and the black man don't cheat uh the whole black man don't cheat movement carlos miller started a movement a while ago um that the black man don't cheat um so I, we thought it was just perfectly fine to just make sure that you understood also you know that black women, black women don't, don't cheat. cheat we don't Y'all don't, we don't either. So we just all out here being faithful. Like we don't cheat. Period. What I like to say, and this is this is quote me on this because I, I definitely will speak on it later on in life. Um, black women don't cheat. We accommodate. We accommodate for the things that you lack, and you should be thanking us. Thanks. I. Uh, <laughs> she started off real strong with that one, y'all. I did not know she was going to say that. I had to surprise her with it. I. I <laughs> no. <laughs> No, like bringing it back though, like um, I feel like so I'm glad that you started it off saying with him and his movement saying black men don't cheat because and we just like y'all say that black women don't cheat and it's a double standard I feel like when it comes to cheating like as far as like when a man when a man cheat he the man he a player we supposed to instantly forget him and forget about it and move forward or whatever but when a woman cheats oh my god you a hoe the world is you got your scarlet letter you're just disgusting and trifling can't be trusted like it's <laughs> what kind of man gonna marry you yes you're 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 trifling and who just does that and 
we always get like backlash because supposedly we only cheat emotionally and when we cheat that if it's physical that mean we're in love like (laughs) (laughs) y'all cheat and it's like okay the bitch didn't mean nothing so why can't it be well the nigga didn't mean nothing to me neither so niggas cheat and they miss their granny we cheat i can't miss my grandpa motherfucker excuses that men use how come women can't use it either and the part that i hate um is when men cheat is how we even even when they cheat and hurt us we still find a way to protect their image or blame ourselves and that's they don't do that they don't say damn what did i do to make her feel like she has to go out and step on step out on me or what what no she didn't mean it y'all they instantly say she a hoe she didn't you know so that's the thing that i meant with the double standards it's like we're supposed to be the the holy and i'm not let me i'm not condoning cheating at all i'm just speaking facts i'm saying what y'all want to hear what y'all thinking you know what i'm saying so it's just that when if you if we gonna cheat if you're gonna be a cheater just be single like be single and I, I mean or like you said communicate that communicate like babe let's 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 try something new you never know what your partner your partner could be thinking the same thing and especially with this new wave of poly you know relationships <laughs> happening right now some of everybody you know black folks are opening their eyes to polyamorous way of living a lot of black folks are deciding to have you know group economics in their home so there are a lot of people who are more open to an open relationship so mm-hmm. i don't know i'm just big on conversation you gotta talk to me and i will i'm glad you brought up poly because that's definitely going to be an episode in the um, near future that i would love to discuss and go more into that but i was thinking about the different reasons why women even cheat and it's not all what men need to understand it's not always about sex Sometimes the chemistry portion is missing. Sometimes it's based on revenge. Sometimes it's financial reasons, stress, emotional, feeling under underappreciated. Like it's just not always cheating with sex. And it's the same for me. And like when you feel like, well, I was just texting her. No, my nigga, you was texting her about our relationship. You was texting her, good morning, beautiful. Have a good day. Like that's emotional cheating. You know what I'm saying? So it's different ways of um, things that's considered cheating. And I don't think they understand that it's just not always about sex. But um, I don't know. I just, I feel like Black women don't cheat. (laughs) So I don't know none of this that we speak of anyway. (laughs) Agree. You know what I mean? I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, I think, and when people say, be like, when people be like, what you mean? That's a lot. I got cheated on or whatever. It's like, but you probably got in a situation with a woman who had not yet evolved into who she was on her way to being. Same thing with a man. I could have been in a, I could have been in a situation with a man who wasn't yet where he wanted to be yet. And it just wasn't a fit. I think I think cheating itself would have less of a negative connotation 
if the reaction for to it wasn't this possessive reaction. It's like, as soon as a person cheats on you, it's like, you are mine. How dare you? But it's like, okay, you wanted that and I wasn't giving you that. So why can't I just either be completely done with you or make the decision to, to still rock with you if that's what I want to do and just give you what it was that you were looking for in that person. Now, if you continuously messing with that person, I'm giving you everything that I feel like I have, then it's just not a fit. Why can't we respond to people not being available emotionally or physically or whatever with just this doesn't work for me? Right. Do you think it's ever a point in time where um, it should be a pass given to cheat or to step out? Nah, I feel like at the end of the day, either you and your partner are open and y'all are in an open, ongoing relationship and y'all are aware of what happens. You know, I've been in situations with people, not now, but I've been in situations with people where when I'm with you, I'm with you. And when I'm not, I'm not. And I don't have to ask you about what you're doing unless something come up, you know, on my own body or something like that, you know. And those situations worked very well for me and the person involved because when I was around them, we knew that we was together and we spent our time together. When I wasn't around and wasn't no conversation, I mean, if it wasn't your day, we see each other in public. Maybe a slight head nod, if that, you know, and it, it was just that way. I feel like there should be no pass in a completely monogamous relationship. It, either you're in it and y'all are only messing with each other or y'all have this open agreement and it's ongoing. I just, I feel like passes get really messy. You know what I mean? You give a vacation pass, but then you don't want them to do it this vacation or vice versa. You know, you only, you give a vacation pass for one vacation. They think it's every vacation and then communication gets blurry. I think with passes, communication gets really blurry. It needs to either be an ongoing open or ongoing close. I agree. I definitely agree with that. And I feel like if you're at the point where you're, you feel like you got to cheat, um, it's a bigger issue in a relationship. It's, it is. So that's where that communication comes in. And a lot of relationships lack the communication portion. And that's where, where cheating happens, whether it's physical, emotional, whatever you deciding to do. But I think that the fact that women are starting to recognize their independence and being more recognized as like, the breadwinners, they realizing that, nigga, I don't have to settle either. Like, you out here stepping out on me, I'm going to do my thing too. So that's where it's like, okay, if y'all at that point, then it's, it's probably just time to let go, and that's okay. That's okay to reach the point. Do you think as a people or as a group of women, Black women have gotten to that point where there is such a high level of independence that we are starting to like reject the positive vibes of the relationship and causing some of the turmoil that leads to cheating? Yes, I I think it's, but I don't, okay, so I'm gonna play devil's advocate with that when I said that um, we protect the black man so much that we start blaming ourselves. If you as a person know that you're giving your all to your significant other, like, I mean, loyalty, I mean, not even just sexually, like just being there, being being his piece and he's still stepping out on you, then it's not you, boo. But if you're not holding up your end of the bargain, if you're not meeting him 50-50 halfway, then you you are probably part of the, the problem. But I'm not saying, okay, because you're not holding up your part of the relationship that, okay, go, he can step out and cheat on you. But that's where you need to sit and talk about like, okay, what, what can I do to fix us? 
that you don't feel like you need to go out and cheat on me, you know? So I do think that we as women sometimes can, can be the cause of it, but I don't, I still don't feel like that's a, that's an okay reason to do it. Now the emotional part, like is if your, your girl is just being a straight bitch towards you asshole and you going like you got this coworker that when you need the vent telling you you know positive shit then I understand how stuff like that can happen but it's it takes two you know what I'm saying so it shouldn't be like a a pass because I'm not doing my job that's you need to communicate to me like I feel like if you get feel like you at the point where you about to cheat you need to put on um Trey Song's uh cheat on you <laughs> that, that's my jam i was about to say do you feel because i talked a little bit about this earlier today in social media do you feel black women take enough responsibility um whether it be you know her decision to step out of a relationship or her decision to be with somebody or even continue to stay with somebody who did step out of the relationship do you feel we as black women take enough accountability for our heartbreaks a good question i that's where it comes is it, it each situation i feel like is different so it it could be it could be a, a relationship where the girl is completely wrong and she deserved it and then it, like i just said it could be one where she gave her all she did her part and he still fucked fucked around on her so it, i just really depend think it depends on the relationship the length of the relationship because sometimes women don't fit, don't get um they don't understand that they're when they're pressuring someone into and who's not ready so that like if he if you pressuring him he just like okay we go girlfriend boyfriend but he know that he still ain't got it out his it's just like it's just so many fucking factors that comes into mind when I think about that. Like, but we do need to, like, I I can admit, like, there's times where I'm like, you could have handled that better or you could have did your part as his woman. And there's times where I'm like, no, nigga, I did this, that, and a third. So <laughs> it really just depends on the situation. And like you said, that main word, communication, that's it that's it that's all but now if, if you're if you are, are in a relationship that has great communication and you still ain't going nowhere it's not like i said let it go let it go like anna and elsa <laughs> come on mama with the frozen <laughs> right right they like wait a minute what are we talking about you bringing up frozen but I, kids, they knew it they was right there <laughs> with you they're gonna be right there with you but i think um like sometimes i i think sometimes it's just we do men and women have to be accountable held accountable for their actions and and starting with them within themselves you know like damn i fucked up damn i could have did this damn like realizing the mistakes that they made and then learn from people who don't think they make mistakes yep and that's where it comes with them fuck you nigga like <laughs> so I, I, I think that's where kind of that thought process of like the arrogant cheater right like your friends guy truthfully in his heart of hearts he's so like you said not honest with himself that he truly don't feel like he did nothing wrong so he probably did bug up in that conversation because there are people in this world who truly don't think like anytime that i've stepped out of a relationship that i was in i knew what i was doing was wrong mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And that's how I know to make a conscientious decision, like in my current relationship where I don't want to do that. Right. I make a conscientious decision not to because I don't want to. Right. Whereas before I make a decision, I don't, I don't think enough people admit the fact that that step out is a decision. And it's rarely ever arbitrary. Right. It is usually premeditated. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And that's the part where when it's premeditated, you, yeah, that's, that's where it's like, okay. Now, if like shit happens, as we all know, that's different. But if you said and thought this out, went on a date, brought flowers, got a hotel room, set up the date. Okay. We're going to do this November. Da, 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 premeditated date of sexual encounter or emotional encounter. You wrong cheating is cheating so even even with the shit happens like even with the shit happens the energy has to be there i have never just randomly ended up entangled into another person's body without the energy already being there it's a choice Mm -hmm. i saw that i felt the energy i moved on it because sexual energy is everywhere if you out in the club you could walk past at least three different people that you're attracted to Mm -hmm. you don't always got to move on that motion motion so at the end of the day it's a choice and that and as an individual you take responsibility for that choice and if every time you do that you have the power not to like there are people that's like i don't know how not to i i feel like they don't have any control over it that's because you refuse to acknowledge your actual wrong you refuse to acknowledge like what you did right what's so i you i heard you throw in there you know you cheated in the past what's some what was one of the ways you got caught you ever got caught I ain't never get caught if I didn't want to be. Oh, okay. I like well put. Well, I ain't gonna lie to you. The one time I probably got close to being caught, and I really didn't want to be because I was really, I was kind of in my bag at that time, and I was just being stupid. I was twenty, and I was dating a fifty-year-old who was telling me he was thirty-seven. Um, but I found how I found out that he's fifty. Real sneak tip, real quick uh, history lesson. We sitting, uh, we we sitting in the uh, Win Dixie. And when you go to Winn-Dixie and you get alcohol at the self-checkout, they got to come and put your exact birthday on the screen to clear your self-checkout. Now, I'm not a mathematician by far, my nigga, but when they put them years up there, them years are way too close to my mother's years, who my mother is 60 years old. So I peed game off rip, like. I knew you was older than me, my boy. And his his defense for that was he never confirmed. He didn't. He never confirmed the deny at thirty seven. Mm-hmm. I was asking him one day how old he was, and I was going through my thirties. And when I got to thirty seven, he kind of looked at me and laughed. So of course, the body language. I was like, okay, so maybe it's thirty seven, thirty eight. Did the math. I'm like, okay, you in your fifties, whatever. Wasn't upset about it because truthfully, that it was that was a bad move for me and. You know, everybody has things in their past that they're not proud of. I'm not going to say I'm not proud of it. I'm just going to say I've grown from it. But at the time, he was a big part of my financial situation. Mm-hmm. I was a college student living in Mississippi from Chicago. I needed stuff. Right. And he and I were close and he wanted to give me stuff. And honestly, our relationship just started me being a fool, joking and laughing. But we got close or whatever. And this man was cashing me out. I'm talking, I could have drove his Lexus to and from Alcorn if I wanted to, but that just wasn't what I was doing. Um, but he would always send me money. He kept boxes of clothes and shoes coming to my mom's house. But of course, I was still messing around with younger guys because I'm not going to, I'm just, you know, everybody want a sugar daddy who don't want no sugar. Mm, so um, I just, 
he and I were spending time. I wanted to go. So the guy, the younger guy that I was talking to at the time had got like some decent money playing college ball and he wanted to fly me out to Vegas to hang out with him that weekend. I'm like, I'm not about to hang out with Papa ass. I'm about to go, whatever. But I knew I couldn't just tell him. So at first I was like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna put it on my sorority sisters and tell him like, I'm about to go with them. But then I'm like, no, nah, motherfuckers ain't stupid. You gonna be expecting uh, footage. I'm not about to have any pictures for you other than me probably courtside. And it's too early in the season for you to know, like Drake said in Child's Play. But anyways, so I'm like, fuck it. You know what I mean? I got to get caught up. So he sent me to go get my nails done. I leave the phone that I was texting a basketball player in his house unlocked. Mm-hmm. I know you're going to go through it. I know you're going to look at it. He texts me from his phone like, I think you left the wrong phone at my house. I knew what happened. I come to the house. Throw a scene, pack my bag. You can take me to the airport. I sleep in the airport. But I made it to Vegas. So I feel like that was my only time I got caught. But I wanted to get caught because I needed to get out that gym. Mm-hmm. But I fucked up a, a pretty ongoing bag because he was doing pretty good for me. And I kind of fumbled that. I was 20. I was thinking with the wrong head. Uh, the wrong head? Ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so what, like, so you, it sounds like you did it on more than one occasion. What was the reasoning behind it? Like, why did you feel like you need, was it just like, oh, you young and you still experienced in life? Or was it like it, it, you had a reason or it was premeditated or shit, it was a one night stand. Like, what, did you have any reasoning behind it? Talking about the ball player? Just, no, no, just in general, yeah, like any situation. Honestly, I am a thrill seeker and I have a ridiculously high sex drive. Okay. So if I am not being accommodated in that way, then I feel like, okay, I want to do that. You know, as I got older, that shit became way not attractive because it's like, it's too much shit out here. But when I was young, like, I was wild because it was just like, this is fun. And I wasn't one of those kids that was able to jump off the porch early. Like, my mom was very, I was the youngest of six, so my mom was very like, nah, you know, hardly chill. So when I got to the point that I could jump off the porch, baby, I leaped, like, so I think a lot of a lot of my past, a lot of my like the situation that I found myself in was just me just doing stuff. I was just very arbitrary. And I think that's why I'm so premeditated now in my older years, because I was just very arbitrary. And sometimes it led me in really great places and sometimes it led me in really scary places. But overall, I'm not regretful of anything. Good. I mean, that's good that you have um recognized your growth and knew back then, like I was just being young and experimental. I won't call you dumb because you know, you was experiencing life. That's all about all a part of growing up. So, I mean, and you admit your wrongs and now you know, like you learn from them and moving forward. And at the end of the day, black women don't cheat. So you never cheated in the first place. Never cheated. <laughs> never cheated. <laughs> but I think um, to just sum it up is that like, just make sure you have that communication going on in your relationship. Talk it out so it, we don't even have to have a discussion on whether black men or black women cheat in the first place because they are, the world is already against us. And that's why some of our black men is going towards other women's of other race and why black women is going to men of other race. Like mm-hmm. Together we can be dominant, y'all. Like, listen, <laughs> So it shouldn't be we have to sit and talk about whether we need a pass to cheat or the reasonings for cheating, like just either go your separate ways or communicate the needs and wants in your relationship and then move forward. And to my friend, um, 
I wish you the best with your situation because that's tough. I know, I mean, I, I personally say fuck, fuck that nigga. But that's fuck just him me. And tell me what you win when we uh, introduce you back to the streets because I can't hear the streets calling. You're going to be all right, girl. <laughs> no, we going to play I'm a dog, I'm a dog, I'm a dog. Like, and then we going to ride past his house too because we ain't playing them games. And then we going to move forward and say fuck that nigga, period. So that's how we going to end that. And we are going to go ahead, like, I just got to thank y'all again, though. Thank y'all for tuning in and fucking with us because we couldn't do it without y'all. Thank you to the listeners that's, like, dedicated, that's been on us. Like, hey, when that next episode dropping? I'm tired of y'all what bullshitting. So we need that motivation. Like, we just two black girls trying to make it happen in this world, especially with everything that's going on. Like I was, I was, I don't know if it's cause I was PMSing or what, but I was in tears. Like just today is just was so sad. I don't know. Um, just, this is real. Like we really like on curfew. We really wear been in the house. I'm just not, I'm not going to see my family on Thanksgiving or Christmas. This is hard for me. It's already hard because I live in a whole different state from my whole family. Granted, of course, my significant other's family is out here, but it's just not the same. Like, I know they trying to hype it up, which you could do everything virtual, but it's just not the same, y'all. So y'all just got to stay positive during this and just keep it moving. I I, I don't even have the words to give right now because I'm just so sad about it. Because <laughs> we are going through it. So yes, that's the thing. That's the thing I think that makes it even... Like, not worse, but the fact that this ain't just no Ohio thing or this ain't just a Chicago thing. This is a worldwide. Like it's not even just an America thing. Because, you know, then it sometimes it just be us. And then other yeah, countries. Because, you know, we the ghetto cousins anyway that nobody want to have over. Like, sure. so, so the fact that this is like, this is real. Because mm-hmm. at first, you know, we was just throwing like, it'll be all right. You say after the election, it's going to go away. No, people really are dying from this. So I'm, I don't want to make, I don't want to turn the, the topic to something negative or whatever, but I just had to throw that out there. Like, just thank y'all. Stick around with us. Tell your friends and everything. And we're going to get to the part that everybody been waiting for. Ma'am. And as she pulls up the wheel for the raffle um, winner, we just want to, you know, quote the prophet. Kendrick Lamar, we gonna be all right, y'all. Yes, we gonna be all right. I'm gonna just cut like that's gonna be the dear black girl. And if it's some black man that listens to this, we gonna be all right. That's the positive. I, I ain't even gonna say my positive message because that's what we need to hear right there. We gonna be all right. We gonna be all right. And I'm gonna just go ahead. Let me just shout out the girls who just entered the raffle in the first place because I mean y'all gonna tune in and hear this. Let me just shout out Jessica, Jasley, Cassandra, Nika, Samantha, Landy, Anjali, Alicia, Amber, Nandy, Marquita, Kristen, all y'all. Thank y'all so much. Now four Kims. Oh, I'm sorry. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm about to uh be like uh DMX up in here. Okay, let's see. You spinning the wheel? I'm spinning the wheel, and I'ma call the name, and it's gonna be Nika. It's gonna be Nika. Congrats. Oh wait, no, no, no. It's oh shit, it's two. It's two. So it's like right in the middle. It's Samantha and it's Nika. So Nika and Samantha, I will be hitting you guys up to let you know what you want. Well, no, or should I make them hit me up? 
listen to the episode because they won congratulations y'all and if y'all follow our instagram page i got you sis podcast you can and we always gonna be doing raffles if you want to join the fix your crown q u r o w n facebook group we 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 got y'all so that's what we got going on and i i want to say just stay tuned and keep fucking with your girls thank y'all again for listening until next time babies all right deuces